Hello, everyone, and welcome to Watch and Walk podcast with Ebenezer. This podcast aims at inspiring you to trust in God and obey His Word every day. Be edified as you listen to this exhortation. Hello, friend. My name is Ebenezer, and I believe you are doing well by God's grace. I trust that my conversations with the Bible characters have been a blessing to you. For this week and the next couple of weeks, I'll be interacting with Miriam, the Old Testament prophetess of ancient Israel. The character of Miriam is played by Jenny Chilton. Jenny holds both Master of Science in Education and a Master of Divinity from Baylor University. She currently serves as the Minister to Children and their Families at First Baptist Church, Dalton, Georgia. In the first part of my interview, I ask Miriam about her background, her experience in Egypt, and her strengths. Please take a listen to this part. Miriam, um, thank you for your time and agreeing to have this conversation with me. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Well, let me start with um, yourself, your life. Can you give me or give us a brief bio of yourself, your background? Um, who is Miriam? So I lived during the time that the Israelites were in exile in Egypt for 430 years. My parents were named Amron and Jochebed, and they were both of the tribe of Levi, which God would later set apart to be the priestly line of the Israelites um, to represent the people before God. And so my parents both feared the Lord, and they did not assimilate into the Egyptian ways like um, like a lot of the Israelites during that time, they could they could see that um, the Lord was at work even in the midst of hardship, and so they they raised us to to know the Lord and to fear the Lord. And um, I am a prophetess, also a leader of the Israelite people, um, and that's that's who I am. All right, um, thanks a lot for that. And talking about. Um, the people of Israel and their experience in Egypt. Can you walk us through your life uh, in Egypt as a foreigner, um, your life uh, in Egypt, even as a people uh, who were in bondage, and, and, and then your journey from there? How was it like, and how did God deliver you and your people from um, Egypt? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot there. Um, it was it was really hard. I mean, I like I said, was born in a time where oppression was the norm. Um, my life was not easy. We were enslaved under the Egyptians. We had to create bricks for all of these huge building projects. In fact, the root of my name, Miriam, is the same word for the Hebrew word of bitterness, Mara, because mm. life was was harsh and bitter for my people in Egypt and. I saw things from a really young age that people should never have to see because the Egyptians, they were, they were angry that my people, that the Israelites were so fruitful. Aaron, my brother, my other brother and I grew up not in Pharaoh's house. We were slaves. We had to work just as hard as all the other Hebrew people. And our brother Moses was in the palace. He was we, he was growing up with all the finest things and the finest education, and we were glad for his presence there because we we felt like maybe that would be, he could be an advocate for us in the palace. 
but that didn't make it easy to be the ones who were having to do the hard work all the time. And then when he was about 40, when Moses was about 40, he saw an Egyptian fighting with one of our people, one of the Hebrews, and he struck this Egyptian and killed him. And when Pharaoh found out about it, Moses was afraid. And so he fled. He just ran away into the desert. So we didn't know what had happened to him. And that was a really dark period for us because all hope that we had that he might would be a deliverer vanished when he vanished. And he was gone for 40 years. Wow. So time. this is this is a long time. I mean, he was he was about 40 when it happened and he was gone for 40 years. So he's about 80 when he comes back. And when when God calls him to come back and and deliver our people. Moses had been tending sheep and had encountered God in the form of a burning bush and man, I wish I could have been there to see that. <laughs> I only ever heard it described, but <laughs> My brother's a little bit dense, you know, it took him a second to realize that that was God speaking to him, but it's okay. He, he eventually got it. And, and so then he comes back with Aaron and he has this command from, from the Lord to tell Pharaoh, let my people go. So he calls all of the Israelite elders together and he tells them what the Lord has said and he performs miracles with his staff and the people, the elders and the people of Israel are elated. They say, you know, the Lord has finally heard us. After mm. all this time, Moses has come back. Pharaoh's going to let us go. And they are, we are all worshiping the Lord. Um, but that was actually the beginning of one of the most difficult times for our people in Egypt because Moses's return was not received well in Pharaoh's palace, he was expected to go back to being who he was before, not not an advocate for our people, but assimilated into Egyptian ways. And he didn't do that. He went to Pharaoh and said, he and Aaron, you know, said, the Lord has said to let our people go. And Pharaoh did not like that. He said, you know, if, if you've got all this time to go out in the desert and worship your God, then then you must have time to gather straw to make your own bricks. We're not going to give you straw anymore. So good luck. <laughs> and and so so the Israelites, we we suffered in this time because we had to not only make the bricks, we had to find the straw to make the bricks. And it was just disastrous. Mm. All of the praise that, that, that we had turned into grumbling, complaining, and honestly, hatred for my brother Moses and Aaron, because it seemed like them going to the Pharaoh had, had turned him against us in a really terrible way. Um, the story after that, is that the Lord sends these 10 plagues upon the mm. nation of Egypt, uh, upon those who will not listen, Pharaoh. Mm. But finally, after that 10th plague, finally, that was what convinced Pharaoh to let us go. And God gave us favor in the sight of the Egyptians and we, we plundered them. They gave us silver, they gave us gold, they gave us clothing. And we left. We, we we finally left this place. It seemed like a dream. I mean, it was just to to be 
slaves for 430 years and then all of a sudden we were free hmm. and not only were we free our our captors those who hated us the most were giving us their most valuable things thanks a lot for that overview that um account of your experience in egypt and how god delivered you now help me or help us all understand uh help my audience also understand the high points of that experience in the wilderness and you can also connect it to even your strengths um some of the opportunities that god gave you as a person to be a blessing in the wilderness what were some of the high points and what did they tell you or teach you about god hmm Yeah, the wilderness, man. If we thought Egypt was hard, <laughs> the wilderness was was so hard, so much harder even at times because at least in Egypt we knew what to expect, right? The wilderness was just this whole new territory. Um but the one of the the blessings of the wilderness was that it really taught us, I mean, it taught me to that I had to depend on the Lord that there were moments where we didn't know where our food was going to come from mm. and the lord miraculously provided with what we called manna which means what is it it's this flaky white substance that would show up on the ground in the morning um 6 days a week and we would go out and gather it and make bread out of this this grain like substance and that was a high point of seeing god's provision for our people There was also a moment where we didn't have water. We were at um Rafadim and there was no water for us to drink. And so God provided again. Um the Lord provided water, the Lord provided bread, the Lord then provided meat in the form of quail that would come into our camp and land there and told people we're absolutely sick of it and didn't want to eat anymore. Um and and so seeing the lord's provision in this and and i think that a strength of mine in that was encouraging the people to depend on the lord because i'd had practice you know those 80 years of my life spent in egypt waiting on the lord to bring deliverance i had i had faith that he would um but that it didn't always happen as i as i thought it might and and so i was able to use my experiences to encourage the people of israel to lead my people to praise the lord and to mm. be grateful and to express gratitude for all that he had done for us and mm. to depend on on our lord well i believe you found this interaction beneficial god willing next week i will share the second part with you until then may god bless your reflection on this one in jesus name Amen. Thank you for listening to Watch and Walk podcast with Ebenezer. Watch and Walk podcast comes to you this and every Wednesday. To get notifications of new episodes, please subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Watch and Walk Ministry. Visit us at watchandwalk.org to learn more about this ministry. God bless you.